Speaking of Jake the Snake Roberts, he's with our man, Michael St. John. Thank you, gentlemen. Back here I have a man of legendary proportion, the man, Jake the Snake Roberts. He is a man that you all recognize. He's a legend. Come on, Jake. Get on in here. The folks want to hear from you. You won't say this. You know, you're a casino. Everybody says, well, gosh, a casino, you should gamble. Let me tell you something, Anvil. You don't want to play cards with me because I'll cheat, okay? I cheat. You want to play 21? I got 22. You want to play blackjack? I got two of those, too. You want to play ace and an ace? Maybe I got too many of those, too. Bottom line is this. You do not gamble with me. The only thing you should gamble is this. Listen to me. When you walk in a casino and you want to gamble, the main thing is you should realize this. To gamble, you must accept losing. I don't accept losing. And even as Damien, Damien, my friend, my friend Damien is right here. You don't want to see us, do you? Well, Let me I show you something. Yeah, that's Let okay, me show you something. No, I tell you what, Anvil. Go ahead, Anvil. Roll the dice. Mr. Cameraman, get your ass back up here. Hello? I'm talking to you. Get the camera back up here. That is not what you need to worry about, Anvil. The bottom line is this. When the DDT comes, then the snake comes out. Worry about the DDT. 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 Think about it. A man of his word, Jake the Snake Roberts. Back to ringside. Back at you again in 30 days or less. Welcome to the latest episode of Spot Callers. I am Justin. I'm joined by Cyrus, Mr. H Visibility himself. What's up, Cyrus? It's been it's been 30 days. Hey, <laughs> this is not like the end of the month. There's no crunch time. We're here <laughs> early. <laughs> it's the mid-month, you know. <laughs> Spot Callers <laughs> is coming. But that's because we have such a spectacular show. We have a spectacular guest. Uh you know, we were supposed to have him on the show last month, and we had to call it audible really, really mm-hmm. quick. But uh, this month, we have Mills, my my A show brethren, uh, Mills on the show. What's up, Mills? What's popping? I'm here. Um, I I don't know why you guys got me to watch the show, but you know, we you could have had a way better. Well, you know what? You could have had a technically kind of way better show than this. I don't know if that was way yeah. better than this show. I don't think I'd call it way better. I think I would call it like. I mean, there's nothing going lower than this show. This show sets the bar very, very low. <laughs> All right. So you, you watched the Joey Janela show, but can you give a, a couple quick thoughts about it? Um, okay. I have to remember because here's the thing about the Joey Janela show. I watched it like a week after you gave it to me. And then in terms of scheduling this entire show and thing, I may have forgotten it. It's, it's kind of like that one afternoon where I learned how to play chess and then never played chess. Well, <laughs> and forgot how to play chess entirely. So now I have to kind of remember the card, but I do remember, what do I remember? I remember the clusterfuck battle royal. That was interesting. Uh, I'm so uh, sorry to hear. Oh boy. <laughs> um I just cuz it was named that. I remember that you know for a show that's like a one-off show, I did like the kind of like old gu- I like the intro thing where it's like he's that old guy and doing like in the future and et cetera, et cetera. I did like that. What else did I like? I'm no, trying to figure out what I like. The opening vignette. Yes, the opening vignette. Matt Riddle versus James Ellsworth. That was two names that I know. Um, <laughs> PCO versus Walter. Okay. Yes, I did watch that. I forgot how it ended, but I remember <laughs> watching it. <laughs> it ended. <laughs> one of them, yeah, one of them dying terribly. <laughs> um, let's see. What else do I remember? And the main event, yeah. I mean, overall, I would say, you know, what did I think of this? Gosh, it's been so long. It's legitimately like I forgot how to play chess. Um, an I, interesting I, I, show. I, I, I gave it a middle, a thumbs in the middle. Yeah, it's an interesting yeah. show. It's an interesting I, show. It holds up at some points, but not really at other points. Like, 
the only thing I remember about the main event is that uh, Sasuke puts a trash can over his head and it just goes way too long. It was a it was a, a fitting uh, ending to that show, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, but there will be uh, more memorable memorable things happening <laughs> on this show uh, this month. It is the twentieth anniversary. Uh, well, it's not not exactly this month. This year is the twentieth anniversary of Heroes of Wrestling. Uh, the show that took place on October 10th, 1999 from Casino Magic in Mississippi. Uh, this was meant to be the first in a series of pay-per-view events. Uh, it was a disaster from the jump. Now, Cyrus, you had never seen the show before. I've never seen the show. I've never heard about this promotion, like, ever. <laughs> same. same, Actually, same. Like, <laughs> I've never you know, heard, you about had to have heard about the Jake the Snake. You had to have heard about no. the Jake the Snake stuff, though, right? I mean, maybe. I mean, I got a general gist of like, yeah, he was like really drunk at some various points, but I've honestly never heard of the show. And the fact that this happened in 1999 is like, to me, there was like WWF, there was WCW. Yeah, yeah. There was WWF, there was WCW, there was ECW, and then there were these guys. That's how I kind of feel about these. Like, because I was just like, you know, there's various times and like i don't know if i go back to 1999 because but as an adult i'm like yo where did all the old wrestlers go during the attitude era like really and this show kind of explained everything to me and also (laughs) answered some questions that i didn't need answered but yes yeah they were they were they were on the show they were on the show uh the show was a disaster, as I said, from the jump. Uh, Gordon Soley was supposed to be one of the commentators on the show, but he fell death, like, deathly ill. He had throat cancer right before, or oh. he was diagnosed with it right before the show aired. Um, and he passed away from it uh, shortly after. He was replaced by Randy Rosenthal, who I, I'm guessing you guys heard all throughout the show uh, calling suplexes, uh, super kicks, and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knew nothing about wrestling. Uh, but yeah, how'd you guys feel about, like, it's kind of like the, the look of the show. <laughs> this is a pay-per-view, by the way. It hurts my eyes, man. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it's super old, so, like, I'm not going to, like, shit on it too much. But it's just, like, the quality that it's in is just, like, oh, my God. And it's, like, uh, it's done in a casino. And another show is going to be done in the casino later this month, which is, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It really sets the tone. <laughs> Right. I mean, so the look of the show, it kind of reminded me of like very old, you know, WCW type of world class, like very, very vintage in terms of just like not a lot of great lighting, but still. And then and then I guess like part of it was like ECW as well, considering like, once again, not a lot of great lighting, but (laughs) um, the entire, you know, look of it. Yeah, it looked like okay, we're, you know, we're setting some stuff up. This could become a thing. Here's what we got with the resources that we have thus far. And here's who we could call for the show because yeah, it's a, this is a, this is pretty much insane. Yeah. Um, so let's get right into it. If you guys want to watch Heroes of Wrestling, uh, you can type in the name in YouTube and uh, yeah, I'll give you like, a clue of where to find that. <laughs> um, but it begins with... It's on YouTube. Kong. Yeah. Come on. So it's you, on I mean, YouTube. Actually, you know what? I don't even know why I'm trying to like protect this shit. Yeah. Like, WWE ain't picking good. this up. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> WWE's not grabbing this for the network. Come on. It's Heroes of Wrestling. <laughs> this is a terrible show. Like... Yeah. It's obviously it's on YouTube. It's a VHS record <laughs> recording. It is not yeah. DVD. It is not great quality. It is everything. It's be kind and rewind quality. Um, yeah, it's a you know it's a show you can find it on YouTube, and you you you'll know what show, show it is by the thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, it opens with the first of like four King Kong Bundy promos um, of, of varying quality. There are a lot of backstage pre-taped stuff. Yeah on this show uh the production quality also negligible as well uh but the actual show opens up with the Samoan SWAT team versus Marty Jannetty and Tommy Rogers Marty uh, Jannetty forever a tag team guy forever a tag team guy the yeah. only worker in this match who is actually working hard oh yes Marty Jannetty is a constant professional a consummate professional when it comes in the ring I mean nah, mm-hmm. I mean he, he's a guy who's just like he still I don't I don't know if he still has a love for it at this point, but he's definitely continuing to work hard, obviously. Yes. Needs money. Uh, I, I also want to do something here. Uh where <laughs> we, we where we kind of I, I want to mention 
uh, a lot of the wrestlers on this show are deceased. Yes. And I think there's a, I think we average at least one in every match. Uh, in this match in particular, Tommy Rogers it has passed away as well. Um, he doesn't do much in this match. No. I honestly didn't even know who Tommy Rogers was, to be honest with you. I don't um, know either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was, you know, a, a part of like kind of like the golden era of, of, of wrestling. Um, you know, big muscly guy that obviously they, they love back then. Uh, th- this production value is public access level. I, I, I caught during the Simone SWAT team's entrance that they had Marty Jannetty's name up, which was like, okay, this is where we're going to start for, uh, tonight on this, on the show. And I mean, it's, it still has even the casino magic 1-800 number <laughs> in front of the yeah, ring. Does it knock it over? Uh, yeah, and it's not it's not a ring skirt. It's like like a foam kind of like prism <laughs> that's on the mat, and it gets knocked over all the time. And they have a crew to put it back up. And I'm just like, well, well, just get a ring skirt. <laughs> now, uh, let's we're gonna like speed through these matches because like a lot of them are really just the the wrestlers walking around and punching each other. Uh, I one mean, thing isn't that isn't that like late '80s, early '90s wrestling anymore? <laughs> anyway? oh, and every, everybody. Everybody moves like they're bloated. Oh my god! Like they ate too much and came out here, and they move so slow. This is 1999, by the way. Like a couple of these people would actually do runs with the WWE, maybe 10 years after this, and I think they looked a lot better. Like Snooker looks a lot better during his uh, his like third or fourth run of the WWE than he does here. I mean, <laughs> Snooker on this card was. I mean, here's the thing: it's 1999. This show was 20 years ago. Everyone on this card. Is incredibly old for 1999. <laughs> oh like, yeah, they're all so old, and I'm just like, how could they get any? Like they were old for me growing up. I you know I started in the Attitude Era, and I didn't really watch much before it. Um, mm-hmm. These guys have been old all my life, so that's kind of all <laughs> I know. How I know them, and how I kind of give them their respect of these guys just being relatively old dudes all my life. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I didn't notice about this match is that the faces keep doing illegal moves. They keep doing more illegal moves than the actual heels do in this in this match. <laughs> Ref the the referee work is awful because a lot of stuff is going on. <laughs> the ref just lets it slide, like uh, like the one man uh, gang match. Did. Like shit just flies in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no one is getting paid enough for this. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Fatu, no, like, no ref is doing their job. There's a point where Fatu hit Janetti with a chair, uh, and I was just like, okay. I mean, they've been taking nut shots all, all, <laughs> all match. Uh-huh. I completely fine with that. Uh, the Samoan SWAT team wins after uh, they they do a TKO on on uh, Rogers. Uh, I don't. I gave this match on one star. I, I don't know why they put the heels over in the opening match, but uh, it was a pretty bad match. <laughs> I gave it a one star too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, you know, it's my first time doing star ratings, but I guess I would give it a one star. I mean, yeah, yeah. all this, a bunch of matches on this card is going to average close to the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, next up. Oh, go ahead. Um, like it being old school wrestling, like I started watching wrestling at WrestleMania like 31. So like seeing this Holy shit. Like, kind of wrestling <laughs> is really hard to stay engaged with. So it's just like, Oh man, like I need to just like set my expectations lower. It's just like, no, I'm gonna keep it honest. This shit like doesn't really hold up too well. No, I, yeah. I think it's because a lot of them are past their prime. And then also it's like the style of professional wrestling has evolved so like so so much. And it's yeah. more like, you know, a, a lot of these wrestlers used to be like <sighs> You know, we we make fun of it all the time, like Milkman and like, you know, <laughs> people who would just show Blubber. up. Yeah, yeah, Clubber or something along like like, you know, Kevin Nash's business. He was a bouncer and then they were like, Let's come become a wrestler. Like, or that's a similar how like China's story was. Whereas like now these guys are like now like genuinely athletic people. Yeah. And it's just you can see it's night and day between now and then. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a it's a good and a bad with a lot. I I, I think that you even you, you, there's a gem even in old school stuff. Like I even think like there's certain things like we'll get to it uh, uh, coming up with like Too Cold Scorpio, where it's like okay, yes. a lot, they are older, but they they are trying to do stuff that you would probably see uh, done a little bit better today. <clears throat> um, n- next segment: Sherry Martel and Georgia Animal Steel. Uh, very strange uh, pre-tape. The, the yeah, com- <laughs> the commentators Weird. like imply that. Go ahead. 
very weird like vibes going on and yeah the commentators are just like hey are they are they having sex or are they yes who knows <laughs> I was like maybe I was like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> there's no fucking way that, that like that was okay like this this would not go over well in 2019 obviously uh but the next <laughs> match is oof uh what a, what a second match on this show. George the Animals uh, Steel versus Greg Greg Valentine. Uh, Steel was 61 when this show aired. <laughs> Dog, Greg Valentine has been that old guy who's like, get off my porch all my life. Like, yeah. the man who's just, he's just been so old all my life. And no offense to you, I'm sure Greg Valentine is a legend. George Animal Steel, a legend. But man... Yeah. All yeah, my uh, life, <laughs> I think that I think I wrote out in the beginning, like from the from jump, I wrote out, "Oh boy, this one stinks." From the beginning, oh yeah, easily. I don't know. I wrote Grandpa someone, Battle. Someone's gonna have to recommend me Greg Valentine matches because he's a legend. Yeah, but he, he tried to make he tried to make chicken salad out of chicken shit here. It was it, he really was trying. Uh, like this, we had a segment or a section in this match where they were literally just. Go, taking turns hitting each other with a foreign object it looked like a spoon i don't know yeah i think it was, it was a spoon wrapped up i'm <laughs> sure it was a spoon a, a thick ass soup spoon <laughs> and right. they kept hitting each other in plain sight of the ref <laughs> and he hit it in his and he hit it in his trunks and he's just like now it's just sticking out of his ass and it's just <laughs> you know this and, match uh, Sherry is like turning heel on both of them, or just like you know, just fucking around with both of them. And then uh, Greg Val, uh, no, sh- does Greg Valentine put like the shirt over George Steele's head? Oh yeah, what yeah. was that about? He, he his shirt goes over his head, and then he doesn't take it off for like a solid like three the minutes. Referee like, doesn't take it off. Nothing takes that's it off. You, that's how you know he's old. <laughs> hey man, there was a lot of spots here. One one really good spot was uh, Sherry going over the over the top rope. She was working. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, I mean, oh. Sherry's a Sherry's a pro, man. If anyone goes over the top rope, it's definitely sensational Sherry in this business. Um, uh, se- se- sensational Sherry is probably my favorite part of this match. Even though, like, the heel turn is like, yeah, super weird. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. But she's still always my favorite part of every match that she's a part of. So yes. Um, Greg, says, uh, Greg, Greg Valentine. Oh, go ahead. He he's. I think we're about to say the same thing. The same exact <laughs> okay, because I was gonna say that Greg Valentine. He like, you know, he does this thing where I'm gonna kick your ass, and then uh, I'm gonna go for the figure four. My figure four is better than uh, Ric Flair's, and I don't think a figure four was even done in this match, or I blinked and missed it. Did not happen. <laughs> Didn't happen at all. Uh, he wins this match. I mean, you talk about figure four. He wins the match with a chair shot, and. Um, <laughs> I, I I gave this a dud. I think it's one of the worst matches of all time. I mean, respect to Sherry, uh, RIP to Sherry and uh, George Steele, but Jesus Christ, it was terrible. Uh, yeah, one half. <laughs> just, just you you want a half star on that? I'm going. I'm going to half star. I did like uh, some of the shit that uh, Sherry did in this match. That that's like the saving grace. Yeah, I'm going to star on it. I'll just give it a star. I have nothing to uh, say. <laughs> uh, Luol ba- Bano uh, joins commentary, but not before he announces that he, not before they announce him as the, he has like a really weird relationship on this show. He's the commissioner later on, but here he yeah. I, he's already he already knows that he is, but he does, he acts like he doesn't know that he is later on in the show. Uh, after that, we get a terrible Julio Fantastico promo, which I can see why he never made it big. Mm. Easily, <laughs> never heard of him. Never like, heard of right? him. I can like, see how. I you think he would like show up at ROH at some point during this like you know it's peak years, but who? Yeah, hey, man, uh, this man goes nowhere. I mean, next uh, next match is Two Cold Scorpio versus Julio Fantastico. Scorpio was fired from the WWF shortly before the show, but he walks out looking dressed like Captain Crunch. And holding a replica <laughs> WCW belt. Uh, what do you guys right? think about how Cold Scorpio was dressed here? First of all, the belt. I was, you know, <laughs> so here's the thing. <laughs> I saw the belt and then I immediately went to his Wikipedia profile and was like, <laughs> was he ever world champ? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo, was he ever world chip? Like, I get it. Like, you know, you want to, but like, you're a professional wrestler. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you can hold replica belts 
and just like who are you who are you lying to? Yeah. <laughs> My man came out full. I think it was just drip. This had to be nice. He wasn't even the yeah. champion on the show. No, there's oh, no champion. Oh, his his dreads. His oh, dreads are dreads. dreads. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I was like, yeah, it looked terrible. The two cool, uh, the two cool store Scorpio that I know today, like bald. So when I saw these dreads, I was just like, yeah, he should have went bald earlier. <laughs> these dreads look awful. Yeah, he was flat. He was still Flash Funk when when he was Flash Funk. He had those. So it was literally like months after. He, I think it was after uh, after Mania. I think it was, it was like right before this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, he wasn't doing wasn't doing much uh, before that. But uh, yeah, th- this they blow more spots in this match than Tiana Trump. Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> wow, good for you. Um, <laughs> you happy? Too cool, Scorpio. I mean, he's someone that I kind of uh, you know lightly remember i really have mm-hmm. more memories of him via you know re-watching stuff on the network than anything probably in person uh going through his wikipedia profile i feel like there should definitely be a wikipedia portion of it because i'm mostly learning about these guys through wikipedia did not know that he was signed <laughs> to the wwe in the mid-2000s and they had planned to use him at some point and then they fired him so did not know that um but you know what? He's one of the he's one of the like the the best high flyers of his time. I think. And he doesn't get enough and credit. I, 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 don't, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think he gets enough credit. I don't even think he gets even close to the amount of credit um, for just no, being no, that that guy who's you know either it's an ECW or or WWF or anything rather who just showed things that who's pretty much doing stuff on the card that at that point no one had ever seen in America and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think he gets enough credit at all. Um, I think, you know, there should be a Hall of Fame spot waiting for him at some point just for the tons of things he's done in professional wrestling and the moves that he's pulled out. And he's managed to stay, you know, popular through a large part of his career. While not completely relevant at some times, he was still popular, at least amongst this crowd, yeah. too. Yeah, they 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 loved him here. Uh, but if this is your first time seeing him, this is probably not the best match to watch uh, for your first time. Yeah. Definitely like watch he had uh, ECW stuff. Yeah, for really sure. Um, there, I mean, just from the beginning, these guys have no chemistry whatsoever. Like it's a bunch of hip tosses, and when they try and do anything beyond that, there's one point I don't know if you guys caught it where he, he thought that he was supposed to duck low, and uh, Fantastico just runs right into <laughs> Scorpio. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he lifts himself up and they try it again and it still flopped. And I'm just like, what is going on here, guys? <laughs> this is the youngest match on the card. Yeah, it is. E- yeah. Yeah. This is this is like in, in 2013. I mean, in 2019, these guys probably be one of the oldest on the card, but this is definitely the youngest on the card. And this is the most smoothly anyone's going to move all night. So, you know what? It, yeah. it is what it is. Um if I had to give it a rating, I'd give it one and a half, two stars, maybe two stars. <laughs> I like the finish, kind of. Even well, though know, he, kind of moved, <laughs> he kind of moved out the way. I, I, I want to talk about this finish because he tries to do the tumble oh, yeah. twice. <laughs> K- kills him <laughs> both times, but he the, the, the no, he missed the second one, and he, he pins it after one. the second. One. He completely whiffs the second one. Um, <laughs> Just and like uh, Julio's like grabbing his face because like his fucking ass just like grazes his like cheekbone. Oh, as I think he like was, misses. No, I think that was on the first one. So he hits that tumbling like leg drop type of deal. It, no, man, I was just like, was going to miss. So, yeah. uh, but of course they, of course they, um, of, of course they replay the blown one, like the second blown one. Oh yeah, 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 didn't hit him at all. Oh, uh, I gave this one one star. Um, I, I, it was an uncoordinated mess. It was, it was just a mess. Um, uh, next I, gave up, it, I gave it a two. Oh, yeah, two stars. Okay, cool. Um, next up, Obano announced himself as the commissioner as if this company is going to last past this pay per view. Um, and then we have Iron <laughs> Sheik. <laughs> Iron, actually, no, this is actually the two Cold Scorpio and Fantastical matches, the one match on the show that doesn't have two wrestlers or any wrestlers that have uh, deceased. All right. You really, so there you go. You realize that the the acronym for this league is how. <laughs> I think that's very. <laughs> I think that's very telling of this entire uh, card. Next up is Iron Sheik Nikolai Volkov versus versus the Bushwhackers. When I was watching oh this, I was very God. concerned. I was very concerned about you two on this. I thought you were going to tap out on me here. 
Um, I, I almost did. <laughs> I'm, I'm familiar. I'm familiar with the Iron Sheik, Nikolai Volkov type of deal. Um, Bushwhackers. I haven't seen many Bushwhacker matches, to be honest with you. And I don't know if that makes me a bad wrestling fan or not. I, I hope not. Uh, I think it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> um, but this, to me, seemed like something that could have main evented, you know, re- or not main evented, but been on the card for WrestleMania 1. And mind you, WrestleMania 1 was probably like 15 years before this. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of how this yeah. goes. Uh, it it, it uh, doesn't hold up well in 1999 slow. or 2019. I'll say that. <clears throat> Super yeah. slow match. Um, not Very much awful. really happens. These guys are all past their primes, even when this show was on. Um, Bushwhackers win after Volkov hits Sheik accidentally with an object. They fight afterwards. I was just ready for this to be over. It, uh, it, it's like it's the uh, like the '80s wrestling like stereotype thing, where it's just like you know the super patriotic match. So it was just like I guess. But here's the thing: the Bushwhackers are not from America, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know that. <laughs> the Bushwhackers are not. Bushwhackers are completely from another continent. They are from. <laughs> let me pull this up right here to make it New Zealand. Oh, wow. So yeah. everyone chanting USA, I'm like, yeah. I mean, maybe you're chanting USA against them, but these guys are not American. Not even close. Hey, man, they, they, had, to chant, they had to chant something. They got to chant something, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, at this oh, point. Oh, boy. They're, they they're they chant something. <laughs> they chant something during the Bob Orton match. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, next up is actually my favorite segment or a couple segments of the show. Tully Blanchard gets his ass beat in a car trunk. (laughs) He gets stuffed in a trunk (laughs) in a car. Like a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you say it like a nerd? (laughs) (laughs) No, that was some rough. If he would have closed it while he was in there, oh, I would have cried. No, just, <laughs> the, the funniest part is that he ne- never closes. So you see him struggle inside the trunk, like trying to fight back. And yeah. it, it, I mean, once again, I mean, continue. But this is, yes, once also my favorite match on the card or favorite group of segments or something along those lines. And then after that, Tully Blanchard uh, cuts a really good promo, dude. Like it's probably yeah. one of them. Like it was the best promo in the show, clearly, but also just a really solid promo uh, on Stan Lane, and just talks about you know how you know he helped create what what we're watching right now, and I, I thought it was really strong going into this match. Uh, one thing that was jarring about me from a Tully Blanchard versus Stan Lane is that how sometimes people have entrance music and then sometimes they don't on this show. <laughs> what? <laughs> you didn't thought, notice that like sometimes they don't have entrance music on the show. No, I thought I, none of them had entrance music. Uh, Tully did. Sometimes, oh, shit. sometimes <laughs> I, fucking, I really didn't fucking notice. <laughs> but I didn't notice at all. I didn't notice. The entrance music was the least of my worries. Commentary uh, talks so fucking much, and it's kind of funny oh, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, the audio quality and things like that. First of all, I want to say how during this promo, Tully Blanchard looks like the most, you know, COO, corporate vice president oh, yeah. of whatever Cracker Barrel company that... <laughs> You know, that ever exists. The man <laughs> looks like completely just not, not of a professional world. But when he drops that promo, he's like, listen, I don't wrestle anymore. But I'm going to come out and here's why and et cetera, et cetera. He drops pretty much the best thing on the show by far. So, yeah, shout out to Tully. I mean, damn. Then he mm-hmm. drops the best match of the show. I think also the longest match. I think it goes about 11 minutes mm-hmm. here. Um, lots of shots of the crowd being bored uh with, interspersed with them saying horsemen suck um this is just really like a good technical match like it's not much bad yeah. i can say about it if you were to watch something like if you want to be like okay how do how do people do pro wrestling this would be you know does i show them this on this show not first but if they were watching this show <laughs> i wouldn't show them this show at all i wouldn't show them this first no it, it, it's a long list and this is like number 50 <laughs> No, no if you're asking me, yeah, this is like 579 of things that I would show people to get them into professional <laughs> wrestling. Like this show ain't it. Like even not even close. 
Um, the, the finish came out of nowhere, and the crowd hated it because they didn't understand it. But um, the, it, finish, wait, the finish was so dumb because neither of them had their shoulders down. And they do a <laughs> replay, and none of them have their shoulders down. And then, the, oh, my God. And the I commentary was, didn't understand. And I thought it was one of those finishes where, you know, the dumb heel, like, actually did have, like, his shoulders down. And uh, the face just, like, rolled over him and then, you know, did the mistake. No, both of them shoulders are clearly up, <laughs> like far as fuck from the mat. And then, you know, one, two, three, and the ref is just like, whatever. Plus the ref doesn't even get a good vantage point. Yeah, it, yeah. it is. Uh, it, it is It is very, very, very uh, confusing for the com- they, commentary. I actually talked about it for two minutes. Like they don't know really yeah. what's going on. And like, uh, I get, uh, go ahead. Uh, in my notes, I put like this is probably like the best singles match in terms of like in ring and story. And then after I saw the finish, I was just like, I just wrote never mind. <laughs> wow. wow, this is yeah, uh, this, is, uh, this is another like yo shout out to you know Stan Lane for doing you know that you know that rush hour move that Chris Tucker oh, does. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know what? God bless him. This is 1999. Um, yeah. But. I had a once again. I don't know if this makes me a bad wrestling fan. I had to, I had to Wikipedia Stan Lane, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's where he's from." Um, yeah. Never <laughs> have um, noticed him outside of the Midnight Express, so or the Fabulous Ones, or the Heavenly Bodies, which all hey. three I'm familiar with, but for some reason just looked very Not him. Yeah, in the in this entire thing, and he looked hey. like. Go ahead. <laughs> If you're a bad pro wrestling fan, I'm just outright awful because I, I didn't even bother to wiki him. <laughs> I, I mean, yes. I feel like, I don't know. I mean, it was a good match. It was a good I, match. I gave him two stars. I gave him two stars. Yeah. Would have yeah, been, been, been three and a half in the 80s. 1987, this would have been a good solid three and a half. <laughs> I, I would have given three and a half if the finish wasn't so weird. <laughs> no, but I'm giving this a two star. I mean, this is this is... No, two and a half, two and a half. I'll give it two and a half. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, wow. We're breaking, uh, we're breaking, uh, breaking the scales here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we have holy shit, uh, one man gang versus Abdullah Butcher. Didn't watch it. <laughs> I know who Abdullah the Butcher is. I knew I wouldn't be able to watch it. Uh, I'm I, not going to say I'm squeamish, but I knew what it was when I signed up. And, you would be uh, squeamish because this match is terrible, not because he was bleeding, but he does bleed in this match. <laughs> As a fan of deathmatch wrestling, I thought this match sucks. <laughs> this, match, this match sucks. Like, I, I just like, I saw the chain and like, you know, the referee's not doing a damn thing. Um, it's not dubbed as a no DQ match. <laughs> at all. No, but, but that even factors into the finish where they're both counted out. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 favorite part about this match is that one man uh one man gang is beating the fuck out of uh abdullah with the chain and then abdullah brings it back with a fork <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like obviously one man gang is like blading himself like right in front of yeah. the camera <laughs> good lord I mean, the Las Vegas crowd seemed like they were still having a good time, so I don't know. know, Mills, this is Mississippi. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. This is this is definitely Bay St. Louis. And then this and then this next match, you're gonna you're really gonna realize how this is Mississippi. This is definitely Mississippi. Oh my god. Oh, but uh, I gave this one a dud. I I think probably. I didn't. I didn't watch. I would never watch an Abdullah Butcher match after the first time I watched an Abdullah Butcher match. (laughs) I'll be honest with you. This is the second Abdullah the Butcher match I've seen in my life. Never. Not a single uh, wrestling move is done in this match. There's no way I can give this shit a single star. <laughs> uh, next segment, another pre-tape with Lou Albano, uh, who is like all over this fucking show, where they, they're fighting over uh, playing cards in an angle that like, it's like a pre-tape, and then there's like two promos right after that. So it takes up five minutes of the show of just talking. And I was like, who is timing this fucking pay-per-view out? It's fucking terrible. <laughs> Uh, so we, the next match we have is Jimmy Snuka with the commissioner, which is like he's supposed to be impartial, uh, versus Bob Orton. Jimmy Snuka looks, uh, he looks good here. You gotta say, he looks, looks I okay. Mean, uh, uh, I mean, physically, not you know, when he starts moving. Um, 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, really? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess he looks uh, better, better than when we've seen him since like the year two thousand and on. Is probably what I'll say. Uh, he's certainly moving, uh, <laughs> which is something that we didn't say. I mean, he had a whole match at WrestleMania twenty five, and good God, so he's he, a murderer, by the way. Oh. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say it, I, <laughs> but he's a, murder, he's a murderer, by the way. I feel like I've definitely, definitely like in recent wrestling memories, minds, it's that Jimmy Snuka, Hall of Famer slash murderer. <laughs> murderer. I just know him as a murderer because I didn't watch the goddamn. Uh, Hall of Fame ceremony where he got inducted. That's all I know him as. So my so here's how I became familiar with Jim, Jimmy Snooker, and it was in the Attitude Era, and it's because every couple of months WWE would show Mankind jumping off the cell, and he was like, "Oh, like Snooker in the Garden," and that's kind of how I became familiar with Jimmy Snooker, and then I learned about all this stuff with Roddy Piper and all the other stuff with the '80s. But I, you know, match against uh, the Undertaker at Undertaker's first WrestleMania, but I never really. Mm-hmm learned of him i mean there's never really a go-to standout match there are like rivalries and things like that there is that steel cage match but there's never really like a true body of work that people reference me to go back to with jimmy snooker but um i mean we <laughs> go get one now <laughs> he's yeah i mean but he's, he's doing stuff here i mean well he does well it. let's talk about bob Orton for a second well, he's great in this match he's great yeah it's fantastic uh, I I don't know whose idea was it for him to have a ten minute armbar spot though. That was the longest armbar yeah. spot I've ever seen in my life. Oh, so I, you know where Randy got it from though, right? Oh wow, <laughs> <laughs> that was my because that was my first thought. <laughs> it's just like oh the rest holds. I mean, he has taught Randy very well. Um, it was my first thought about this entire thing, but yeah, Bob Owen does a damn good job. I mean, he's still. He he has a he has a mild run in the WWE in the in the in the aughts the two thousands as um his son's manager or you know valet or his heater really yeah his yeah. heater and he, he, he does really good really, yeah. he does a really yeah. good job there so I'm very I'm not surprised for anything that he's done right really here and then I think he got um I think he got let go because the Undertaker no one told him no one told the Undertaker that um Bob Orton may have hepatitis and. <laughs> He bled oh. all over the ring, and yeah. I don't. I don't think I've saw. I I don't think we saw him after that. <laughs> no, <laughs> Undertaker. Uh, yeah, Bob Orton, the nasty man. Uh, so the <laughs> the crowd in this the crowd in this match is, is interesting because uh, you know after they're they're trying to rally, you know he's he's in that rest hole. They're trying to rally Snooker back up, and every time like Bob just milks the heat segment for way too long. Like it's still yeah. the eighties. And eventually, they start calling Bob the F word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Mississippi, baby. <laughs> Mississippi. So i i was I was dozing off, and I was like, "Bob's a," f-, and I was just like, "Wait, what did it? Oh shit, <laughs> yo, wallet." And then the the commentators actually, you know, not supposed to comment on it, but they stay on it for like two minutes, you know, as they chant it. And I was like, you know, commentary is not supposed to address, you know, yeah. that they're especially, calling him. Especially, like, the word that they're saying. <laughs> yeah, that, don't address that at all. Um, this match ends abruptly, in my opinion, after a high crossbody uh, from Snuka. He wins oh, the yeah. match. I did. That was the end. I forgot. Yeah. Crowd, I, I, crowd goes I expected nothing else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A, a, a what a, a three in the eighties maybe <laughs> I feel like would yeah been, Meltzer would have loved this in the eighties he would have loved this man. in the eighties <laughs> I mean well here's the thing it looked like Jimmy Snooker hadn't wrestled in years because uh-huh. his body looked terrible his lower half <laughs> his lower half mad ashy too I don't know if that's the camera work but motherfucker just put baby powder all over his goddamn lower half. <laughs> Person. Oh my god! Oh, okay. So let's let's wrap this wrap this show up. Uh, the next segment, Jake the Snake, the infamous Jake the Snake promo. Uh, I you know I picked this show for this, and also because it's turning twenty this year. 
Um, this is the, yeah. you know, the infamous, you want to play 21? I got 22 promo. He is fucking <laughs> blasted here. He is drunkish. And you know what? Like, it, it sucks. Like, my, it, yes, it, it's bad to, like, laugh at this. But at the end of the day, like, this is literally, like, one of the most legendary promos I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> How'd you guys feel about it? Oh, my God. So... Yes, legendary bad promo. Legendary Absolutely. to me, it's a to me just the fact that they still had this match kind of shows a sign of the times, right? Yes, like the fact that promoters would still put a man out who's completely drunk and be like, "Well, we got to sell tickets. Um, someone's got to be on the show." Instead of doing a, you know, maybe something like, "Okay, maybe Yokozuna does a triple threat match with King Kong Bundy mm-hmm. and and Jim Neidhart, and maybe they do that, and you know, these two guys try to fight off this big guy." Or something along those lines, but they're kind of like, nah, let's put Jake. Jake is arguably one of the more popular guys on the card. We need him on the card. We've already sold tickets yeah. with his name on it. Let's put him on. And the results are just, you know, it's sad considering, you know, the his latter WWE run, he'd gotten sober and he'd uh he's kind of changed his life around. And while things weren't going, things weren't, you know, things weren't going bad for him after he got released from WWF, but and then he relapsed, and that's like the saddest part about this entire thing is that like he really had his life on track, and then one moment just he, he, he slipped. And this entire thing and this entire match and just really could have endangered his life incredibly, or the life of Jim Neidhart. I mean, yeah, damn. who Jim who yeah. ha, who was tasked with having to keep this match together for the first six minutes before they sent out uh, Bundy and yeah, and. Yeah, it was, you know, it's crazy. Like Jim, you know, Jake walks out clearly drunk and high. Uh, looks terrible. Um, the, the even uh, like the pyro, the, the kids call it crossfaded. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the kids call it crossfaded. Yeah. Um, yo, Nightheart's doing a bunch of, you know, he's just trying to keep it together. I think there, there's one part where where Jake gets someone from the crowd to rub his chest. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the lady that, that, at, at first she was just like she he grabs her hand and she's just like what are you doing and then she puts it on his chest and was like oh okay <laughs> and she's then like, does I, it he's like I guess sure I mean let's do it fuck it <laughs> um, Jake takes the snake out <laughs> oh just play coding crazy just play coding crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Nick takes the snake out of the bag and he starts masturbating the snake on camera. Meals, like, were you repulsed at this? Uh, um, I was sad. I was sad. I was big sad. I was, <laughs> you know, just watching this entire thing. Yeah, I'm repulsed at it. I'm, I'm surprised it's still going on, and I'm surprised that like. I'm just entirely surprised at how things are sort of done. And, and people talk about how things are bad now and, you know, stuff like that. When you have clear things like this and it's kind of showing how far the wrestling business has come. But, yeah, just seeing that, seeing a man, you know, imitate like a snake as his penis <laughs> and, and <walking laughs> ring with said snake. And, you know, eh, eh, we've seen better days from Jake. That's all yeah. So uh, uh, around around six minutes in, uh, Bundy, you know they they kept they kept advertising a thousand pound battle between Bundy and Yokozuna. Uh, the promoter mm-hmm. actually called an audible and said, "Hey, we have to we have to stop this." Uh, he sends them out to have a tag team match. Uh, so it turns into uh, Nightheart and King Kong Bundy versus Jake and Yokozuna, uh, and it doesn't get any better from there. It's 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 pretty terrible. Uh, they, they try yeah. to save the match and it just doesn't get any better. Bundy pins. Uh, Jake, who isn't a legal man, <laughs> and, and, and mercifully ends this match. I think this is one of the worst matches of all time. But I mean, you know, if you look at it from based on the circumstances is, of the match, yeah, yeah, it, it's it's pretty terrible. Um, you know, I'm surprised. You know, it gave me a kind of a newfound respect for Jim Neidhart. Um, just being able to sort of carry this while, you know, probably not wanting to, probably not thinking this is sort of professional, but still managing to do so and still yeah. managing to attempt to give the fans a show, um, you know, 
it, it made me this is probably one of the last times we see Yokozuna. Um I think it is actually. Before he passes away. He passes away legitimately the next year, the following year after yeah. this. Yeah. Um so and then, you know, King Kong Bundy also, I mean, I had I, I very seldom King Kong Bundy matches, but R.I.P. King Bundy, who passed away a couple months ago. Um, it's kind of weird to actually see this match and, and note that Jake, Jake Roberts is the only person still alive from this entire ordeal. And it kind of makes you, I, if, from looking at it from sort of that sort of standpoint, it really just kind of like, and looking at like, you know, documentaries and shows like that it kind of makes you think how really i mean someone had it someone was really looking down and had it you know it was kind of blessing them because man for him to be alive through all the things that he's been through and us being able and us literally legitimately watching it firsthand and this has got to be looking back one of the most embarrassing points Mm -hmm. of his career yeah um for sure it's Uh, crazy it's really crazy but I, i i i place more blame on the on the on the bookers and and the people involved who really sent him out and still thought it was a good idea mm-hmm. to send him out because you don't know what could have happened he could have dropped somebody and broke their neck he could have got belligerent with a fan and attacked a fan he could have you know he kind of did I mean he actually assaulted the fan <laughs> oh. oh it could have I'm saying it could have been worse it could have been worse yeah could have could have fought somebody uh, uh so. This show drew 40,000 views on pay-per-view. And this was in 1999. So this is at the time when WWF and WCW were making at least a million or so uh, views every <laughs> single month. This did less than a fraction of that. Uh, you know, they, they shortly thereafter never had another show again. And that is the history Crazy. of Heroes of Wrestling. Uh, I, what do you guys feel about the show? I think this is, I mean, obviously terrible show, but we had to watch it for yeah. nostalgia. For nostalgia's sake. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Go would ahead. Never wa- would never watch this again. Uh, <laughs> it, it like I think this is like um this is the oldest show we ever seen on uh, Spot Callers. Uh, it's, probably show, it's probably the oldest show you've ever seen. No, no, it's not. Uh, I've seen WrestleMania one. Uh, why? why? <laughs> but go ahead. Go I, ahead. I, I I had the network, you know, and I thought, oh, let's let's, let's run Let it me back, finish Manias and and then like stop. Yeah, and like let's skip to fifteen or something. <laughs> I I I stopped at I stopped midway in two, and then I went like I really went to fifteen. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the that's the wave, but um, like. Whenever Hogan stopped like main eventing, that's when like those are the uh, manias I started watching. But uh, yeah, this show stinks. Um, but you know, uh, it's always nice to take a gl- glimpse at the past and appreciate the future that we have today. I, right. You know, yeah. I look at it. I look at this card from the perspective of like once again, I ask the question, like you know, or at least the statement. I have like, yo, there was WWE. There was WCW, there was ECW, and then there was this. And not to say that this was like the fourth brand. Don't get me wrong. This isn't like the fourth coming of professional wrestling. But all of these guys um, who, you know, I guess were too pastiche for the Attitude Era at this point and mm-hmm. were kind of believed to be long past their, you know, their expiration date. And this is for WCW who hired at least – 30 old guys and kept them in the main event for almost a decade. Um, the, you know, this is kind of a glimpse of like, all right, what is, what have they been up to? And this is, you know, it's not something that I find particularly entertaining to watch. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What it is, does it kind of like, it's, it's kind of a snapshot at the times. It's really, that's kind of what I take it more as. And all of these guys are past their prime. And, you know, unfortunately a lot of these guys have passed and, and hopefully, you know, I don't think they have any fond memories of this show at all. Um, but I'd love to get an oral history of this show one day, like an official one. Like Me too. Me too. Who would do it? Oh, damn. You're right. You're, like, <laughs> Jake? <laughs> Jake and like two people. <laughs> Jake would be like, I don't remember a damn thing about this show, brother. Like all I remember was, you know, or let's see, who else is out here? I mean, Tully. Too cool I mean, too if, cool he remember, if he remembers. 
Tully remembers. Tully looks like he remembers yeah. everything. He looks like he remembers how finishes <laughs> went down and why he wasn't a part of it and like all these <laughs> things. So I would definitely say Tully. Um, I'm sure he'd want to talk about it. Um, I think get the get the get the uh, the East production crew and, and they make Dutch these- Mantel, Dutch Mantel also. Oh yeah, he is on the show. He was uh, on commentary as well too. You're right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there we go. That that's Heroes of Wrestling. Put a bow on it for this month's episode of Spot Callers. Thank you, Meals. I know we we talk every single week, but thank you for being on the show this month. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> thanks for watching two shows too um I mean, and yes I, I did watch two shows for this but you know i'm what? so it, sorry it, you, you watched like the two worst <laughs> that's ever been on the show all right so what's next month and let me see if i'm going to be jealous uh, oh man it's actually next month is matt riddle's blood sport with robbie rab so robbie gets the better show <laughs> robbie don't even like wrestling how y'all gonna be like this <laughs> Rob, you don't even I, watch wrestling. I, I had <laughs> to give him. The, I had to give him the violent show. <laughs> you couldn't have given him Heroes of Wrestling 1999. Oh, he would have tapped out. He would have said he, he wasn't going to do it. Oh my god, wrestling. Uh, but yeah, just like I said, uh, next month for June we have Matt Riddle's Bloodsport. Uh, what, what city was this in, Cyrus? Uh, what city was this in? This, this was a uh, New Orleans for uh, Mania. Uh, oh, another another Mania week two years ago. Yeah, for another yeah. Mania weekend show. Uh, Matt Rose Bloodsport, we're going to have our buddy Robbie Rav from XXL on the show next month talking about the show with uh, myself and Cyrus. Uh, as always, follow us at RNC Radio Live on Twitter. Also, it's uh, on SoundCloud at the A Show RNC. Um, yeah, we got so much content, man. We got, we had a, yeah, really we got big a lot money. of stuff going on. We got a really big Money in the Bank show coming up for you this week uh, with Meals and myself. And we also have the call-up with uh, Kahlo. Shout out to Kahlo. And we also have more stuff on the, on the actual RNC Radio Live uh, channel proper as well. So make sure you check that out too. Uh, but yeah, for Meals and Cyrus, I'm Justin. On Spot Callers, signing off. 30 days or less, we did it. Uh, we'll see you next <laughs> month.